Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you. Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Strictly Hip Hop. As always, I'm your host, Chris Platty, and returning to the podcast, you know him very well, is my good friend, Connor Ennis. Connor, how you doing? I'm doing very well. Thank you, man. Appreciate you having me on again. It's uh, It's been a few weeks, maybe maybe even months since I've been on here, so I'm ready to do this thing. Yeah, man. It, it's been, it, A whole year has passed. <laughs> Not yeah. really, but in a way. It's 2019 yep. now, you know, so this is a... <laughs> I figured I figured I closed 2018 with you, so I start 2019 with you. Just pick there up right we where we left off, man. Um, all right, so this is going to be a very fun podcast. Uh, basically, this comes from this comes from me just being always curious about when artists are dropping and and all that and all that. So basically, what we're gonna do is it's the first month of of, of the year and. I'm just gonna I, I'm just gonna look at all the rumors, all the intel that I've gathered from either people that I know or places that uh, that are well connected, and basically try to piece together and figure out you know who who we can reasonably expect to drop, who might not drop, and who will most likely be taking this year off in hip hop. So basically, it's gonna try and get all the all the major projects that that we expect coming. And we're just going to talk about, you know, if any of these projects interest us, which ones do, which ones don't, and how we feel about each artist. So let's get into it. Uh, let's let's start kind of big. Let's start with some of the big dogs. So we'll start with J. Cole. Um, so J. Cole, he has this thing that he's been working on. He announced last year, the offseason. People thought it could have came in, in at the end of 2018 when he had the little album of the year freestyle. Uh, that was kind of like everybody thought was kind of like maybe like the start of a rollout to to the mixtape, but um, I kind of expect this from what I've gathered and just kind of looking at what J Cole's been doing recently. Like he's really been enjoying like being hyperactive, and he's really enjoyed doing features and just spitting bars. and And I think that I think that with that, I can see J. Cole being the type of artist to make this off-season mixtape like a modernized version of a 2000s mixtape where he's either spitting over like the hottest industry beats like Wayne did with No Ceilings or, you know, he could go, he could still take the just bar-heavy, bar-centric approach to the mixtape but actually have original beats. Um, Connor, first off, you know, what do you what do you think about, about J. Cole? Because, I mean, he dropped the... 
he dropped the song, you know, the middle the middle child song that that was very aggressive and very kind of fits the mold of what I think this J. Cole mixtape could be. Yeah, I mean, with the year that he had in 2018, I think it's very fair to say that J. Cole dropping a mixtape would be really, really good for the game because he's got some shit on his chest. He or some shit he needs to get off his chest, I should say. <laughs> yeah. Um he killed every single feature he did last year and us just getting j cole spitting for i mean 10 to 15 tracks would be awesome so that is something i would definitely definitely be interested in hearing yeah man i'm i'm definitely excited i'm all for it uh i want to see j cole prove his lyrical ability and his lyrical prowess um it's something that we know we know he's capable of we know what he can do but it's going to be something that I think will, will will be greatly appreciated if it comes when it comes. I expect that to come sometime, um, sometime late in the year. I think he's going to ride this Dreamville Revenge of the Dreamers three uh, wave first, and then and then I think he's going to capitalize on that in the in the summer or or the winter. And who knows? He's also working on the Kill Edward project. Uh, I don't really care too much about that, and I don't know what that's going to be or what's going to happen with that, but. You know, it could just end up being a Lance Skywalker project, for, like like what TD did, what like what J Rock did. But you know, who knows? Um, we'll, we'll talk about Dreamville and Revenge of the Dreamers three later. But I do want to hit on another big solo artist, which is just fascinating to me. He had a very interesting year, and that's Childish Gambino. Um, you know, I thought. And those that listen to my podcast know that I was predicting heavily that it was announced at the beginning of the year that he was going on tour in September. And then he released This Is America in, I want to say, like March or April, maybe even May. And so I thought, okay, if he's going on tour in September and he just released this massive single that got everybody in the world talking, then he's planning on dropping the album sometime before that tour. And it just never came. He released two other songs that just seemed like Lucy's. They they seemed to, while well, they were good and I enjoyed them, uh, they didn't seem to have any purpose and they were totally different from what This Is America was. So I, I'm, I'm really just like wondering, you know, is it possible like this whole Charles Gambino last album that, that's been talked about, is it just, is it not a thing? Is it, is it a detox? Like, is it not coming or is, or does he just, you know have so many creative endeavors that he just hasn't gotten to this project yet yeah i think a childish gambino album is something that we definitely need because i don't know it feels like it's been forever since we've gotten a childish gambino album like everybody has dropped at least once maybe twice since he last dropped so him coming with a new album i mean every time he brings out a new album it's it's something unique it's catchy it has good singles on it and everything so it's always really good for the rap game i would love to see childish gambino come with a new album this year yeah and especially a rap album like you know i know with childish gambino he's a talented artist and he's gonna blur the lines Mm -hmm. and do r&b and rap and i'm totally cool with that because i love childish gambino r&b r&b then and also rap so um but i but i think that you know, if you, if you think about it, really, the last, like, rap project he put out was because of the internet, which is, I mean, God, I was still in high school, man. That was, like, 2013, right? right? Yeah, that's 2013. That's what I'm saying. So it's, and that, you, give, you give a guy that's that creative that much time 
to think of concepts and and like melodies and beats and everything that goes into uh, making an album somebody like him that's i mean we could be in for a real treat with that one if that actually does come this year yeah and i i'm excited so i'm done predicting whether it's going to come or not because i was i was trying so hard to accurately figure out when he's dropping but he's just too mysterious man he just he really does operate on his own timeline he's one of those few artists and it's kind of interesting how he uh how he made his way into that right like Cole and Kendrick and, and them dropped and Drake dropped like amazing established projects and like Cole and Kendrick were able to kind of um, Drake Drake could do whatever he wants but he chooses to want to go for like the the one album a year thing he he likes the idea of putting mm-hmm. out an album every year but um, Cole and Kendrick kind of like to go in and out whenever I mean Kendrick's drops have been very periodic like you know sometimes there was there's a two and a half year gap between uh between Good Kid and To Pimp Butterfly, and then there's yeah. and then there's like less than a two year drop between that and uh, between To Pimp Butterfly and Damn, and so yeah. he's so it's interesting though that Childish Gambino is hasn't had like that level of success that those artists have had, but yet he's because of all the things he's done in and out of the culture and in just the entertainment industry, he's kind of crafted and weaved himself into that upper tier top tier where he's able to do literally whatever he wants it's it's kind of unique how he's gotten to where he's gotten to right yeah he's and that's another thing about him as well is like he kind of came in the game and he's like everyone was just kind of like okay we got another rapper in the game you know he's another drake cole kendrick he's kind of in that category but to him in his mind obviously he's kind of just like yeah, I made music. I think I'm gonna just go and do something else now. And that's not the luxury. That's not a luxury that a lot of people have. Like he is so talented that he can just drop this career in this lane that he created for himself. Like it really doesn't even mean that much to him, and he can just go do whatever the hell he wants outside of rap. And but then at the same time, he can he knows he can always come back because he's so talented that he's always gonna be able to to do whatever he wants and people are still going to love him. Right. And yeah, that's, that's what's very interesting about Gambino is just his ability to just, again, get, get to where he wants to get to his own way. It's, it's very unique. Um, let's jump to, let's, let's jump to, uh, Kendrick. Let's just go there. So, okay. Uh, we'll start with the big dog. So Kendrick, you know, this, it feels like it's time, right? Like, damn, was early, was first quarter, end of first quarter in 2017. So, like, 2019, you know, by the very end of 2019, you know, you're going to feel overdue for a Kendrick album. Um, but I, I'm not putting it as a guarantee. Like, I, I was wrong when I said there was going to be a longer wait between To Pimp a Butterfly than damn than there actually was. Uh, I, I thought that Kendrick is just somebody who's, very meticulous about how he crafts his music and i thought that if you looked at the last couple releases leading up to to pimp a butterfly he the 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 drop space got longer and longer each time so i assumed he would continue that trend but he bucked it coming back relatively quickly with damn and then let's also not forget that he he did put a lot of work into the black panther album like everybody that you talk to 
he really did treat that like his own like his own album um even though he was just curating it but he did do vocals on pretty much every on on pretty much every song if it wasn't a verse or a hook you know it's not a kendrick it's not a full kendrick album but he put a lot of work into that so to me 20 2019 seems like it could be a year a year where we don't get a kendrick but it also feels like it's long overdue and he had an interesting quote in december when uh he was being interviewed and i forget the publication so forgive me but he said he's not currently working on an album but has been working crazy writing quote long form i don't know what that means you know i don't know um i don't know what kendrick's doing with long i know what long form means but i i don't know how how he would tie that in musically or if that even has anything to do with music if he's trying to incorporate long form writing in music so i have no clue but then he also followed that up by saying he's going to the studio after this so it seems like he's working but it doesn't seem like he has uh he has his album concept yet and that for 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 kendrick fans means means a lot because kendrick is an artist that it like he had we know for a fact that in 2014 he knew his album was going to be called to pimp a butterfly and we right. know that through Untitled Unmastered, that in 2014, he had he had the concept of To Pimp Butterfly, and it still didn't drop till till 2015. So, you know, this is something that we could still be a year out. And Top Dog even said, you know, there was rumors of a K-Dot album dropping, and he said, uh, he said, there's no K-Dot album coming soon. Uh, just keep playing Damn until the kid is inspired again. And so, you know, with Kendrick, I'm I'm not really sure, Connor, like what does your gut tell you? Like if you had to if you had to do the metaphorical gun to your head, do you expect a Kendrick album this year? What what do you expect from Kendrick this year? Um yeah, I don't know. Just the the way that the rap game is, I would say that it's likely that we get something from him this year. Um but at the same time, Kendrick's Kendrick's like the unique one of the unique people in the game where as of right now, I'm not super, uh, I'm not just like super excited for him to drop something anytime soon because I know he's so great and I don't want him to rush something Mm -hmm. because I, I I have such high expectations for a Kendrick album. And I feel like, like it has been a while since damn came out, but to me it doesn't seem like it's been like so like it's so overdue right now that he's, that he should be coming with an album. I don't have that feeling yet. Maybe towards the middle or the end of the year I will. But I wouldn't be mad if Kendrick didn't drop this year because I feel like, you know, him taking an extra six months to nine months to a year, it's going to be completely worth it in the end. And I, I always trust him. So, I, you know, I'm not mad at him if he does, if he doesn't drop. If he does, great. You know, I'm always here for a Kendrick album. Everybody is. But I'm not, I'm not sitting here on the on the uh, edge of my chair waiting for a Kendrick album right now yeah I I agree you know Kendrick's an artist that Justin Hunt and I talked about it on on the last podcast we did where we were talking about we were talking about you know just artists in their primes and we we came up with the conversation of Kendrick and Justin Hunt was like this guy is on one of the most incredible runs if not the most incredible run in the history of hip-hop i mean he hasn't missed going all the way back to section 80 
Like, right. you know, and even and even overly dedicated, that's a very beloved project, you know. And it's not the same tier as his as his studio albums, but it's very beloved and respected. I mean, this guy literally has not missed for a decade now. And it, it's something that we haven't seen, you know, we've seen it with Kanye, but now we're starting to see with Kanye, like he's, he's had, you know, he's had a miss now and that there's a blemish to that. And there, and that's something that like, as a Kanye fan, that kind of hurt because even though I don't think the album is terrible and yay, it, it, it was like, damn, like, you know, you almost had like that perfect catalog, you know, there's something about like the Jordan six for six, right? There's something about perfection that's just right. so valuable and i wouldn't want kendrick to rush that and so you know it, it, it i'm not I'm, I'm with you i don't feel like we need a kendrick album right now i was listening to some of damn today actually but uh but i think towards the end of the year i think i think we the general public will start to kind of feel that okay when's it coming you know and, and start mm-hmm. to apply the pressure but yeah, yeah. I, I don't know what to expect with kendrick let's Let's jump to the game. So the game is interesting. But before we jump to the game, let's hear quickly from a few of our sponsors. Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Kaskali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Kaskali is right for you. Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Kaskali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Kaskali is right for you. He's kind of had this uh, crazy year where he's going through a lot of legal legal cases, and I'm not going to get into all that, but, um, you know, I think it was two years ago in 2017. It was right before, right after Damn came out. He announced West Side Story, which was supposedly going to be his final album. And he uploaded a picture of Instagram on Instagram with him and Kendrick, you know, letting everybody know he's got the Kendrick feature for the final game album, which got me excited because On Me is one of my favorite tracks. And you know, then then we haven't heard anything because he's been going through all the legal trouble, and now he's been hella active uploading all these snippets you know we talked about the the kim kardashian snippet about you know about was he crossing the line or was he just being game or was it both you know and 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 he's uploaded all these other snippets there's multiple snippets to multiple tracks that are in the studio that a lot of people have uh floated onto the internet and he keeps posting hashtag born to rap so i'm assuming that that's now the name of the album and um, because of how hyperactive Game is, and Game does put together albums quickly when he's in the zone, uh, I could see this being a first quarter, a end of first quarter drop, early early second quarter drop. Uh, Connor, just uh, out of speculation, you're like, are you are you excited for a game out? Al- are you excited for a game album? Like, how are you feeling about the game right now? Yeah, I'm always excited for a game album. I've been. I've been a big fan of the game for a long time. I've always thought he was kind of like that guy who was the most underrated through his whole career, just kind of overlooked when he had some phenomenal work out there. But man, going back to this, these snippets, that whole thing with Kanye got me a little tight. I don't know. (laughs) Something about that just rubbed me the wrong way because I just know all the stuff that Kanye's done for him 
And as somebody who's a fan of the game, just hearing that and somebody who's such a big fan of Kanye as well, I was kind of disappointed. So I'm hoping that that kind of goes away. Hopefully Kanye and him have talked about it or something. Right. And I'm sure they have. I'm sure Kanye called him right away. Um, and I hope that they can get past that because these are two guys that I, I really like. And to see the game stoop down to a level like that and clout chase, he's not the type of guy that needs to do that. He's he's supposed to be kind of more of the old school guy who just is really good at rapping, really good at making music. I don't I don't need the game to be, you know, he doesn't need to follow in the ways of like a Takashi 69. I just I just want music and I want him to be raw, emotional and bring just hard bars. Mhm. I'm I'm with you, man. Like I I think the game is way too talented to to be doing those kinds of things. But if we're being honest, that's something he's been doing his whole career. Like he has never been afraid to name drop on any song. Um, matter of fact, he name drops literally more than probably any artist you know. And he says a lot of controversial shit, but everybody rocks with him because they know you know at the end of the day he's he's a true guy and and all that. So yeah, I, I and. And I Go think ahead. it's it's not that I have a problem with him name dropping or anything. It's just like that is a line that doesn't need to be crossed, especially when that is supposed to be your man's. Yeah, this, this you know, specific like it, Kim it, K it, line it's you're dis- talking about, it's right? Dis- yeah, it's disrespectful. Yeah. It's it's not something I would ever expect from him. I I would expect that if it was you know somebody who wasn't literally somebody who helped put him on if it wasn't his wife you know then it's like whatever if he if he's name dropping rappers or like other instagram models whatever but it's like that's you know that's his actual family that's the the mother of his children like it's a little bit that's crossing the line for me i don't know if everybody feels that way but 100%. that's just how i feel yeah 100 percent, man um let's jump to drake so Speaking of Kim Kardashian, no, just kidding. That's a huge, <laughs> this is a super shady segue. I'm just kidding, Drake. I'm just kidding, Kim. No, no harm, no foul. But um, Drake, so Drake, like I talked about, is an artist that tries to drop every year and pretty much has actually. Um, you know, it's usually a year and change between the albums for for Drake. Uh, this one, I bet you, my money's on. He's targeting the summer again just because of how successful like last summer was and you're going to hear this a lot throughout this podcast 2018 was a huge summer for hip-hop a lot of music was flying around everybody was buying it everybody had their attention there was just massive hype every single week about who's dropping and i think that this year a lot of artists and what i'm hearing is a lot of artists are trying to target uh, trying to target summer releases and labels also are pushing artists to target summer releases as well. So I bet you, you know, knowing Drake is as like the rap pop king right now, he's he's going to try to get a summer uh, a summer album out. But something tells me that you know just between the time of Scorpion plus that whole giant tour, and now I don't think he's going to have an album yes necessarily ready. Um, in the summer like he did if if it does happen it would be at the very end of the summer my guess is he's going to drop something around the fall time like he could drop in october i mean he is mr ovo for that for that matter so 
um, October, October, November kind of makes sense to me as a as a late release. I mean, Connor, real quickly. I mean, what do you what are you expecting and hoping from a Drake album? Um, what I expect from a Drake album is pretty much what we've gotten over the last right. three years. <laughs> That's what I expect. Uh, he, Drake doesn't seem to be too worried about the rap critics. He's just kind of trying to get his money do his numbers um, and and there's nothing wrong with that if that's if that's what your your goal is um, but I would really like to see Drake put a lot of effort into making a really good rap album because everybody knows he can and he's done it before um, I would like to to not sound exactly like Scorpion I would like it to be a completely new sound to Drake I think he he's good enough at doing that that he can evolve and and go separate ways with his music so um that's a, a Drake release I mean I, of course I'm going to listen to it and everything I don't I wouldn't say after one year it I mean it hasn't even been a year yet I wouldn't say that I'm like on the edge of my seat for a Drake album but uh I mean I'm cool with it yeah you know you're gonna get records you like, and you know you're gonna get records you don't yeah. care for, and that's exactly. that's the that's the Drake album. Um, let's jump to DJ Khaled. So another another artist uh, that that kind of fits this mold to me. So DJ Khaled to me is very interesting because I loved Major Key, right? Like I didn't love all of the songs on there. Like Do You Mind was a very like 2000s pop radio song that I didn't care for, and there were some other songs on there I didn't care for, but. You had the bar-centric track with Holy Key, which is Kendrick and Big Sean just lyrically nope. putting together amazing verses. Drake had this awesome For Free Club record that I thought was better than anything he dropped on Views, and I and I loved that song. J. Cole had the really dope interlude. Uh, Nas came through with the with the show-stopping you know Nas album done track. Big first Sean and Metro Boomin, the first time we really got to see them work together. Uh, that was a really, really dope track that I that I liked a lot. So it had something, and it also had the track with Jada Kiss, Fat Joe. Jay-Z, Future? Oh, yeah, Jay-Z and Future, too. Yep, we talked about that. That's actually how we linked up was talking about that record. Um, I don't know if you remember that, but that was how that was how we actually started talking to each other through, via Twitter. I actually through. don't remember that, but yeah. I, now now that you say that, I do. Yeah, that was actually what happened is uh, we were just kind of debating on whether, you know, that like future Jay-Z collab was like was, was cool or not, like whether it did its thing. And I, I vividly remember that. But um, so, yeah, so it had like all these kind of tracks that fit different demographics um, of hip hop because hip hop is so brand and, and, and so popular now that or I should say broad. It's so broad and popular now that. Uh, that there's so many sections of rap. So I really loved Major Key for doing that because I felt like it hit every demographic. Then he followed that up with Grateful, which was, to me, it was all commercial, all pop formula. Um, you know, there was the whole there was the whole industry push behind the To The Max, and that still dropped despite having the industry push. Like, they had that set up. That was factored to be a success. Like, the whole, the whole dancing yeah. and all that, that was all planned. And so... Um, so that to me like fell flat on its face and a bunch of the records, even the Jay-Z and Beyonce like Shining fell on its face to me, right? Like th those weren't those weren't good records and it was an album that I didn't like at all. 
And I think that, you know, DJ Khaled, now he's at a level of popularity where he can really do anything. And I like, I like producers and artists in that, in that position, because to me, it's almost like, I look at it as like fantasy basketball, right? Like, oh, I love to hear what Future and Bryson Tiller sounded like, you know, like, and, and so like, I loved when he did that on Major Key. Like, I loved how he's like, oh, let me get Future and Jay-Z. Let me see what this makes. Like, I love the experimentation of it, and DJ Khaled, to me, just doesn't seem to care about experimenting at this point. He seems to just want to go super popular with 25 tracks, uh, super commercial. They're going to have industry push, so they're going to be everywhere on the radio when they drop and all that, and it's going to go platinum and, and this and that and all that, so it's it's kind of unfortunate. But DJ Khaled, to me, is an artist that if he if he does it the way uh, the way I think he can, then I, I think he can actually deliver a really good album. What do you think, Connor? Yeah, I liked Major Key a lot too, especially the first half of it. I thought it was yeah. really good. Um, a DJ Khaled 2019 album, that doesn't sound good to me though. I'm not going to lie to you. Yeah. I, I, I think about, and maybe it's just because of what happened with the last one, but when I think of a 2019 DJ Khaled album, I think of... I don't think of Jay-Z, Kendrick, and Big Sean features. I think 21 Savage. I think Kodak Black, Baby, Gunna, like, and which, you know, they're fine. And that's exactly what we get with, like, a Metro Boomin album. But if I, if, if DJ Khaled's going to drop, he's already given us major key. So he has that to kind of live up to. So unless, unless I'm getting something close to that or – anything really near a major key i'm not really that excited for a dj Khaled album i'm with you man i'm with you um okay let's talk about kanye west uh this probably would have been good to follow up with with the game but (laughs) who cares uh so kanye west yandi uh there's even reports right now that he's currently uh, that that he uh that he's refusing to submit the album that's apparently done but he doesn't want to submit it and he's denied his camp has denied that so uh, so I don't know the status of Yandi. I have no clue what it is. Like it was supposed to drop one night in the same night as the Carter five. And then yep. all of a sudden here we are three months later and there's like no word of it coming at all. So it's like, so it's very, uh, so it makes me really wonder what this album's at. Is it still going to be titled Yandi? Probably not. Uh, you know, it's, it's just really it's it's really kind of concerning if you're if you're a Kanye fan like what kind of album are you going to get like what do you are to be honest do you have high expectations for a Kanye album now or not anymore expectations for the quality of the album or yeah. actually getting it yeah the quality of it cuz it, it will quality come quality of it um i had really you know i had really high expectations for yay especially after mm-hmm. what, what he did with that pusha album but um i think it it would definitely be better than yay. I think he's seen the, what his, what happened to his numbers. Yeah. Um, I think it'll be longer, you know, it, Yeezus was what, like 10 tracks. Yeah. I think, I think around it was 10. there. So, and Yandi's supposed to be kind of like, I assume it's supposed to be kind of like a spinoff of Yeezus. It's got like kind of the same cover, the same, you know, Yeezus is Jesus. Yandi, which is also Gandhi, scares so. me too, because you See, know, that doesn't mean because I love Yeezus. Yeah, I love I'm it. so good. I mean, I don't really love Yeezus like that. Like, it's one of it's one of my least favorite Kanye albums. I still think mm-hmm. it's good. I just don't like it. 
Um, right. I, I used to hate it, but now I've come around and I think it's, I think it's pretty good and I, and I like it, but I don't love it. And, yeah. you know, Kanye, what made Kanye Kanye was he just like, he, he always reinvented himself, right? Like think of and all the transformations. Yeah. But a sequel sounds like, I don't think it's a sequel. I think it's just another way of him to me. What I would be expecting from this Yandi album would be. Yeezus was supposed to be like so experimental and just out there. Yeah. And I think it's it would be kind of another form of that, but I don't think it would sound like Yeezus. Okay, I think it would I be experimental saying. and completely new, but I don't think it's going to sound like it like Yeezus at all. Okay. I think it's just kind of the same concept of of how he really brought I mean a lot of things that we even hear now like Travis Scott had vocals on that and now look at travis scott like that sound has carried through hip-hop ever since yeezus came out so i yeah. think he's gonna try and do something similar to that but it's not gonna necessarily sound like what yeezus sounded like okay you know what? I, I could think... be wrong i hope it's not a sequel because kanye's better than that no 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 don't don't, don't backtrack because i think you you i think you got me to buy into this <laughs> i think i think you won me that's, over with this that's one. That's what I hope. That's and when I first saw the album cover and everything, and the name, I was like, "That's what popped into my mind." It, right. it wasn't that this was Yeezus too. Okay, I get, I get you. Yeah. Okay. You know what? You, you convinced me. I'm 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 bought in on this. Uh, I'm glad. And I'm I hope I'm not wrong. This. Let's let's talk about his la- his label mate, and that's Pusha T. So Pusha All T right. said on the Joe Budden podcast that he's working hard on a follow up album. He was even talking about dropping it at the end of 2018, but he said probably 20 early 2019. But knowing Pusha T and how horrible he is with release dates, specifically Pusha T, I mean, God knows we waited, what, like four years for his album. So mm-hmm. who, who knows? Uh, but m- my guess is he's going for something uh, something that would drop. I, I, would say, I would say he might even... He might even, to me, wait till the winter because he's definitely gonna he's definitely gonna not do anything. To, he's not gonna drop anything towards between now and the Grammys, right? Like he's gonna let the momentum of Daytona carry um, until until at least the Grammys because it is Grammy nominated and all that. So right. I think I think after is when you start to see the move. No matter how close he is to finish with this album, he could be done with this album for all we know. But he's not—he's not going to drop it before the Grammys. Like I just—I I know Pusha T doesn't necessarily follow conventional uh, wisdom in the industry, and I know he does things his own way, and he definitely can do things his own way. But I still think—I still think if you're Pusha T, man, you just got to ride this out to the Grammys, and then—and then start to really turn your attention to building your next project, especially if, especially if it wins the Grammy. I don't know if it will. Yeah. Uh, but it, it certainly has a good shot. Yeah, I think I think if he does win the Grammy, he should drop the album like the next month because <laughs> he's in this he's in this space right now where he's never really seen all this attention on him and his name hasn't been this hot. So if he can, even if he doesn't win the Grammy, okay, they talk they're gonna talk about it around the Grammy time. So they talk about it. His name's still hot. I see I could really see him dropping in the first in this first five months of um of twenty nineteen. First five, six months, just because of where he stands in the game right now. But if he does win that Grammy, there's gonna be so much talk about Pusha 
yeah. and just like wow he actually won a grammy that is crazy and then he should just drop the next one on us just like that he should basically do what dmx did with with his albums drop drop the classic and then come around six months later and drop another classic on us that's what he should do <laughs> yeah e- easier said than done though right <laughs> easier said than done um okay so now we've kind of uh we kind of transitioned out of the the top tier actually no one more top tier and then we kind of get to a bunch of a bunch of the uh other established artists who are who are who are definitely big time but they're they're not that top tier um and that's big sean so big sean mm. man it's time for the dawn to return like yeah he spent all of 2018 apparently soul searching um but you know he in 2017 he delivered i decided that was his best album it dropped in february here we are now on about to enter february of 2019 I'm ready for him to level up because I really thought that I decided was an album that if he would have stayed active and he tried to with the Metro Boomin, but, but with, to me, the Metro Boomin, I don't think he really put like a lot of effort into that. It sounded like it was something that was just a bunch of Lucy's that were thrown together. But, um, you know, I really thought that if I really thought he had a moment with, I decided where he could have, if he followed up quickly or if he stayed or if he just even stayed active, that he could finally break that tier and get into that that Cole Kendrick Drake tier, or or at least a little bit closer, because to me he's obviously on the outside, right? Like those are the three undisputed big dogs, and then it's everybody else from this generation. And Big Sean's right in that next tier of of really good artists that can that can that can compete with those guys, but is just but is always going to fall just a little bit short in terms of in terms of commercial success or whatever so um big sean to me i mean he he's really got a strike now in 2019 and he's got to strike hard and he's got he's got to do what cole did with kod right like he's got it he's got it okay you had your time to soul search and whatever now you got to come with a record and then once you drop that record you got to be everywhere you got to do features you got to do all of that so um you know there's also potential that he has a seven track yay project too that's coming so we could see two uh, two uh, albums from Big Sean this year, but he's definitely got to deliver a solo album. That's for sure. Like he's got to do that. Um, I'd love to hear another twenty eighty eight too, but I think him and Janae are broken up um, again. That's something we'll find out when he kind of returns to the limelight. And uh, and then there's also the potential of the seven track Ye album because Ye said that Big Sean can get one if he wants one, and Big Sean is it, it has expressed interest in doing that. So. Um, to me, Big Sean is an artist who I think really should and probably will be hyperactive in 2019. Like, what are your thoughts on Big Sean? Yeah, Big Sean's a guy I I can't remember the last time I heard somebody like bring him up. Really, I mean, just a little bit here and there. Like, I've listened to songs he's featured on and stuff like that, and I've listened to a little bit of I Decided, but I haven't seen his name like on social media. Yeah. Maybe it's cuz maybe it's just cuz I don't follow him, but like I seriously have not heard anything about Big Sean in forever it seems like. So, um I mean, now that we're talking about him, it has me excited for it because I really liked I Decided. I thought that was a really good album. Uh I would love to see him do more features. He does he does a lot of really great features when he's active. Um so an, an album it's been what two yes. two years on the dot now yeah pretty much two years yeah so he'll be he'll be coming i think uh yeah i think that actually could be really good i feel like he's probably 
grown up even more. He's gone through some more shit in his life. And I don't know how old he is now, but he's probably getting into, uh, what, thir- in his like early 30s, mid 30s? No, I think he's actually, I think I'm going to Google this while we do this so you'll hear keyboard clicking. But um, I'm pretty sure his age, I'm pretty sure he's like 26. Like, I'm pretty sure. He's that young? Yeah, he's he's fairly young. Like I remember him being like Did close he... to me in age or relatively oh, close. Wow. Oh, no, okay. wow. He is older than I thought. So he is 30 now. Okay. He's so 30. So he's about 30. So he's kind of entering like that where j cole is right now then right about the same kind of around the same age yeah i mean drake's 32 big sean's 30 uh j cole i believe is also 30 i think he was i think he was born the same year yeah no j cole is 34 damn he's washed okay so he (laughs) (laughs) just kidding so so sean's kind of getting up into that age and yeah we've we've we might see a little bit more uh wise a little wiser big sean moving forward which i would i would be interested to hear i think it'll be uh i think it'll be a deep album i think he'll have a lot of creativity going into it so that is something i'm definitely definitely excited for yeah man bishon is an artist who i think i think we could be talking about mvp level season like he's gonna be he's gonna be an artist that went from like you said it was weird how very little we heard from him like we did not hear from him at all he had the little puma thing but again, that mm-hmm. had nothing to do with music. He had the one feature on on uh, Big Bank, but then outside of that, I literally don't think we got anything from him. Oh yeah, I forgot about that Big Bank feature. Yeah, I'm telling you, like he you just dropped. don't hear about Big Sean anymore. Yeah, he just like he went away, away. <laughs> so maybe I he know. needed that though. That's good. Yeah, that's you know, good for him. You know, I hope I hope he's in the right mental state and all that, and uh, and I I expect big things from him because he's very talented. Me but, too. All right, let's get into some other artists. Um, Uzi, I just want to make a point that, you know, he, he's been reportedly back in the studio. There's been pictures and stuff. Um, he's performed at, uh, he came out for somebody, I forget who at the, at this point, but he came out and performed EXO Tour Life. And Uzi's in, a, Uzi's in a bad deal, so he's going to drop at some point, whether it's his choosing or the label. Like, Uzi's going to have music come out. He, he's not going to retire. Like, uh, Uzi's, no. Uzi's just, even if he wanted to, he can't because of how bad his contract is. And, you know, it sucks because I've been on this platform and multiple platforms defending Uzi and his talent. And I really think that he, he can be a very, very special talent. And I'd hate to see him go to waste because of the, you know, the shady parts of the industry. But um, that's why I really want an artist like Wayne or Royce to put their arm around him and just kind of just kind of guide him through this tumultuous time. Like Wayne could be so helpful to Uzi right now. Yeah, definitely. So um, I just like to say that we're going to get something from Uzi, um, whether it's eternal await or eternal take or I think is what it was called. Yeah, that's um, it. Yeah. So so whether we get that or something else, we're going to get something from Uzi. Uzi's um Uzi's not retired I just wanted to no. say that um but you know hopefully this gives him a chance to put some content in his music because that's the one thing that's held me back with Uzi's I I loved Love is Rage too. I've loved all his projects up until this point but I'm just I, he's at the point now where okay you've had you 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 had the commercial hits so we gave you so like hip-hop kind of has this thing right where you when you have a really good album, they give you a pass to uh, to go pop for for a little bit. 
and that that pass has been given to Uzi, and he's done it. But now I think he's at the point where if he wants to really start to become a a for real established artist within the hip hop culture, not just the not just like the mainstream top five list, but like the hip hop actual culture, I think he has to. I think he has to start evolving and putting content in his music because we've all we all know he can rap. Like I've said before, Shells came out that feature on Shells, which is hard, by the way. Like Uzi can spit if he wants to. Like he has that in him. He just he just likes to do the melody stuff, and and it's cool mm-hmm. because it's, he's giving us great stuff. But he's he's got to evolve. What do you think? Yeah, I agree with everything you said. Honestly, I think. Uh... I think people need to chill out a little bit about the album, though. People are, like, so upset that the album's not coming out, and it's, like, hasn't been that long since Uzi dropped, and clearly you're not used to waiting three years for your favorite artist to drop an album. So just just chill out a little bit. We'll we'll get the album. It's coming. Don't don't rush it. But And Uzi's definitely not retiring. I mean, he's come too far in this and put too much work into it. There's... There's no way he's retiring. But, yeah, I'm excited for an Uzi project, whatever that is, this year. Yeah. Um, I just want to say uh, Migos Culture 3, this one's going to be quick to me. I think it'll be the biggest label Migos push yet. Like, there's going to, it's going to be the DJ Khaled, the Drake. It's going to get that, that level of label and industry push. Um, I think they are definitely aiming for this summer. Um, they they yep. are they seem like w- with a commercial successful act as or a act as commercially successful as the Migos, I could definitely see them dropping uh, or aiming to drop in the summer, and uh, and it's Culture Three, so I'm calling it now. I think it's going to be a triple album because they love to play the stream games. Yep, definitely. Yeah. Um, are you? Do you have any like thoughts on it? Like, because I really don't. Um, like, we know what we're going to get with Culture Three, right? Yeah, I don't expect it to be very good, so it's not something I'm super looking forward to. Yeah, you know you're gonna get a couple bangers, and you know, and you know it's it's gonna be hopefully one. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, hopefully <laughs> one. Um, all right, let's let's jump to let's go uh, let's go schoolboy because schoolboy okay. is an interesting artist. Um, it felt like it felt like he had his album done or near done and then the mac thing happened and he was very close with mac we all know this and then there was the public statement about how um he's like i don't want to release my album because i don't want to do a press run right now and i don't want every interview to just say oh how are you feeling about max passing and all that and so schoolboy wanted his time to grieve um you know and it seems like now he's been he's been posting uh pictures of the studio and we've been we've been getting buzz that he's coming soon from everybody in the TD camp has been saying publicly that he's coming soon so i think he's going to be an act that's that's going to come i want to say like i i have a feeling by april or may we're going to have a q album and i'm very excited because I, I liked Oxymoron a lot and I and Blank Face when it first came out I didn't feel like it was as good as Oxymoron but once I sat with it more I really I really saw the the just the evolution of Schoolboy Q between those two albums was crazy and now I'm you know if if he continues that evolution man I can't wait to see what this does. Yeah, I've, I've been a a big fan of all the work he's put out so a schoolboy album he's uh he's kind of in a similar situation as like a as like a big sean we haven't heard much from him yeah and he's due for for a big album 
So really looking forward to that. I also saw that there's some rumors that maybe not early this year, but by the end of the year, we might be getting a collab album that him and Mac did. And that's already done, been done for a while, I guess. Hmm. And I think that would be really interesting because those are two guys I really like. I think that it would be fun. They've done some, they've done, uh, they've had some good tracks in the past. I think they had a, a track together on faces on max mixtape. Um, they had it on, it, I, on his debut as well. Watching movies or well, not debut, okay. oh, but yeah, yeah, watching yeah. movies. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, you're right. So yeah, that that's a that's a combination of two guys I really like to I really like their music. Yeah. And I think that that would be a a good collab. But yeah, yeah for the Schoolboy album, uh definitely looking forward to that. I think that'll be a really really good album. Yeah, I'm very excited. That's if I'm if I'm making my list, that's up there. Schoolboy is like Big Sean. He's one of those artists that it feels like it's time already. Yeah, and I know? feel like he's still I feel like he's still hungry too. He's not yeah. in a situation of like a you know, one of the top guys in the game where he's, he solidified himself as like one of the, one of the greats and he can just kind of sit back. I feel like he's still, he's still trying to prove himself a little bit here. Like he's got, he's got his money and everything. He's in a good situation, but as far as like his legacy goes, he's still gotta, he's still gotta be hungry and make good music. Yeah. He's been saying since, you know, like the 2013, 2014 that he wants to be the best in TDE. So like he still has that very competitive spirit and, Everybody in TD seems to have that approach. Like they all want it. They all obviously love each other and all that. But they, but they also always want to beat each other. Like it is really a sibling rivalry there. So, um, I I don't expect I don't expect anything less from Q because I think he's he's going to be a very like you said hungry artist. And I think he's I think we're going to see evolution. I don't know what that evolution is going to be, but I think we're going to see evolution in uh this Q album and I and I really can't wait because he hasn't even done a lot of features necessarily either and when he has done features he hasn't really done anything experimental with them so we don't know what this album's going to sound like and I and I yeah, that's can't very wait true. so yeah um let's jump to another one of my favorite ra- rappers and this is an album you know this kind of you know I'm going to be dying to listen to this and that's Davies debut album Davies has finally said that um, he's dropping his debut album in early 2019. And he said this, I want to say, no, late November, early December. He tweeted this out. Uh, but then again, the Davies debut album's been coming since like the end of 2016. So, you know, who, who really who really knows? But man, regardless, I am excited. You know, I can go through all the quotes, you know, when Davies said, I want Nas and Jay on a track with me and Just Blaze, and like you know, like he, like he, he, he's really talked the talk. He said he, he's, he's been very open to the fact that he has, he has Drake features. Like he's actually has songs with Drake in the vault, and I would have thought some of them came in, would have come on the, uh, on on one of the EPs or or not the mixtapes, but definitely one of the Paranoia EPs. I thought was going to have have. Uh, a Drake feature, but those might've been in the tuck. Like, I really don't know what to think about this album. Cause it feels like for the last two years, we've been getting these records that like Davies really likes, but they're just, they're not good enough for his debut album. Right. Like that's kind of what right. I feel like. Yeah. Uh, I don't know how many times we've talked about this album coming out, <laughs> but it's, it's, it's pushing like closer to 10 than it is to one. So, yeah. uh, 
yeah, Davies. Whew, he's had some he's had some gas over the last couple of years. Some stuff he's put out that was just so good. Um, he's been killing features. He just did that uh, that collab project with Styles P. That yeah. was fire. Davies is like he's one of those guys that we me and you always talk about him, but a lot of people still don't really know about him. He's he's kind of that guy who you feel like he should have been a guy who was rapping back in the '90s but he's here with the modern beats and everything. And he has so much potential because of everything that's come before him and everything he's learned from the people around him. Like he has the potential to drop a legitimate classic album. I don't know if you feel the same way, but like, I feel like it could be so good. Oh yeah. Like we're talking like as good as like the documentary, like that good. Yes. And he's kind of a similar rapper to the game. I feel like a lot of people compare him to oh, yeah. <clears throat> to the game. Yeah. So Dave East album. Yeah. Both of us have been waiting on this for a long time and it's been overdue. We're very excited for it. And I hope he, I hope he just brings the storytelling, everything that he's good at storytelling bars, those hard records, just everything and make it a complete project. Very thought out. And I feel like he has the capability to do, to do all those things. Oh, yeah. 100%. Davies, to me, is an artist. Like, when, when Kyrie Chanel dropped in 2016, I said, it's not a matter of if he has a classic, it's when. Like, that's how much faith I have in him. My yep. faith has started to kind of simmer a little bit just because of not anything to do with his talents, but because of just I feel like Death Jam doesn't know how to work him because he's this rapper that has like super hardcore street rap uh and is embraced in that community and is embraced by like the just the the community that loves bars and he's like and not to not to you know like say anything but he's like he's also got like this crazy sex appeal with women like tyra banks has talked about oh you should be a model you don't need to rap and all that and like so like Mm -hmm. he's got like so like He's got like the females interested, but like he doesn't, but he hasn't really made the music yet for them or figured out mm-hmm. how to merge it with. So, like, Def Jam's trying to figure out are we trying to sell him as like a street Drake or are we just trying to go all out, you know, like he's Nas or, or game, you know? And right. so, I feel like that's been the problem, that's been the holdup with figuring him out. And, you know, I don't know if. I don't know if, you know, I, I've even theorized that maybe he, he'll split from Def Jam by the time he by the time he does get to release his debut album. I really don't know. I think he's in a very, very interesting position moving forward, so I'm very excited. Um, let's jump to okay, really quickly, um, we're gonna we're gonna kinda group these last these these last couples and I'm just gonna tell you kind of comparison. Okay, so T D E obviously we're expecting from Q and we're excited for Q. Um which of these two artists are you that could potentially drop in 2019? Are you more excited for Absol or Isaiah Rashad? Oh, Isaiah, hundred percent. Me too. Yeah, Sun's, Sun's tirade, tirade was, was awesome. So yeah, yeah, we've talked about that as well. That, whew, that's a great album. Yeah. And actually, Absol's album was very. What what was the name of his album again? Uh, uh, Do what thou wilt. Yep, that that album was really good too, but yeah. I don't think it was as good as Isaiah Rashad's. And so did that drop the same year? It was the same year, right? I think it was because uh, sixteen was Isaiah Rashad. Because remember, he dropped the same week as uh, Trav and, and Birds in the Trap, and then was Absol that Absol dropped in December? I remember that, but was it twenty sixteen December? Or was it twenty seventeen? 
I think it was 16. I think it was too, right? Because I think he was the same year as uh, Chance and all that, right? It was. It, it wasn't 17. Definitely wasn't 17. Yeah, you're right. Okay, yeah. So it was the same year. Um, I actually had Absol's album higher on my list, but in hindsight, I like uh, I like Isaiah Rashad's album more. When I did my end of the year list, I had Absol higher. But yeah, I'm with you. I, I'm I'm ready to hear what Isaiah Rashad's got. I'm mad if I get an Absol album, but I, I will be mad if I don't get an Isaiah Rashad album. I'll put it same. That that's way. exactly that's exactly how I feel. Okay. And yeah, it was 2016, December 9th, 2016. Okay, now these are two albums that I think are going to be they're they're going to be big to us, right? Like the people that really care about rap. Um and that's two chains rapper go to the league and Busta mm-hmm. Rhymes. Um uh, Busta Rhymes remember Ninth Wonder tweeted out like, Hey, I have no production on this album by the way, but I just listened to it and it's album of the year. And it was supposed to drop in October and we still haven't heard. So apparently Busta Rhymes just got this crazy album he's sitting on and uh, you know, I wouldn't put it past Buster, who's a very talented MC. And two mm-hmm. chains, again, I mean, we saw how good uh how good pre girls like trap music was. And rapper go to the league is crazy. His marketing scheme is on a hundred. He had like a he had a blimp uh flying across All Star Weekend that said rapper go to the league coming soon. And so I'm predicting that it's gonna drop All Star Weekend. I think that's what two chains is going for because he's a marketing genius. Um, that's yeah. my prediction on that. But which are, which would you be more excited to hear from, Two Chains or Busta? Well, originally I would say Two Chains, but if Ninth Wonder called Busta Rhymes album album of the year, I might want to I might want to peep that one first because that I mean that's a bold statement, but that's not something you really put past somebody as good as Busta Rhymes. Yeah. So uh, it, I don't think Two Chains is capable of album of the year, but I, I mean, don't know, man. He's, Pretty He's Girls definitely... Like Trap was there. It was in that conversation to me. It was like top yeah. five. Okay, I don't think I had it that high. I probably had it. I probably had a top ten for sure. Yeah, I definitely did. But uh, I don't know. You think Two Chains could drop album of the year? That I would think be he crazy, can, bro. I think he can drop an album that's in consideration. I mean, let's be real. Like, I love Pusha T, but did we think that as much as we waited on his album, did we think that he was going to have album of the year? I didn't before think he would, but I would bet on Pusha T to have album of the year before I would two change, just because of the style. I think, like, I don't. Know, I don't I, it, with a name like rapper go to the league, I'm not expecting anything like pretty girls like trap music, at all. Yeah. Like I feel like this is gonna just be, this is gonna be two chains in his Ross form, like what he does. This is gonna be him rapping. He's gonna have those funny ass punchlines that everybody loves. He's going to be going hard. He's going to have some super hard beats. Uh, I think it'll be, like, really good, and that will be probably some of the best, like, car music that we get. But I don't know. I feel like I trust Busta Rhymes to put together a complete project more than I do 2 Chains. Interesting. Interesting, yeah. I, I don't I, know, though. Who knows? I would have to go 2 Chains. I just feel like I just feel like I love Busta Rhymes, and I'll I'll enjoy Busta Rhymes' album probably when it comes out. If it's getting hype from Ninth Wonder, there's no doubt I'm gonna like it. But um, you know, I just feel like Two Chains is more. He's gonna give us more. He's gonna give us more commercially what we want than Busta. Like I have more faith in him oh, delivering yeah, commercially appealing records, and I think overall too. Not that he's like a crazy singer or everything. But, like, he's going to be the guy that gets the Drake feature. Like, Busta, 
are, are we expecting a Drake feature? We might get no, like a but Kendrick I expect feature. A Kendrick feature. Yeah, we might get a Kendrick feature, but like we but like with two chains we'll get like we know we'll get like Trav, we'll get we'll get Drake, like we'll get like all these crazy like features and stuff and so I think I I don't know. It's tough. I mean, I think I'm going to like both albums if they I feel both like those, come out, but I feel like those sound completely different. Yeah. Like those two don't make anything. They don't make music that sounds anything alike. Yeah. So I yeah, agree. it's probably just going to come down to preference, honestly. If they're both really good, there will be... I mean, 2 Chainz is going to sell more albums, obviously, but, you know, there's people that love Busta Rhymes, so we'll yeah. see what happens. All right, let's... let's Okay, so let's let's kind of go with this listing. So, g Easy hasn't dropped since 2017, so I think he's going to... He seems like a very commercial... He's a commercially successful artist, so I think he's going to aim for summertime. A g Easy summertime album makes sense to me. Um, yeah. Joey Badass... He's gearing up. He's talked about, you know, he's got the Pro-Am album coming. And that. then he said, once my album gets gold, then I'll drop mine. I don't know. That's just some marketing stuff. Uh, but, yeah, so between those two artists, plus I'll throw in uh, Rick Ross, uh, who I'm ready for a Rick Ross album. I thought we were going to get one last year, but he seemed to take a back seat and let Meek ride his wave. I think he was getting ready to drop, but then all the momentum from Meek came uh, and so then I think he kind of took his back seat, and I think he's going to come in this year in 2019. And Joyner Lucas, again, ADHD, is a project that's coming soon. It's very interesting that right as he's getting ready to drop that he splits from his label. I, I really wonder what that means if the label didn't have faith or if uh, or if an artist who's now Grammy-nominated, like it's it seems very weird that the label would give up on a now Grammy nominated artist. Now, granted, it was yeah, a song with no Eminem, but there, it's something. It's something there. I think. I think if if you want my truth serum opinion, I feel like I feel like he worked he worked something out with Interscope on the back end, and you know, I mean, we we seen that with like you know it, with Dr. Dre, right? Like what Interscope did with Dr. Dre, right? How they how they kind of like helped him get out of death row. Mm-hmm. I feel like it's something like that where Joyner's saying he's now independent, but I feel like he's kind of got that very tight allegiance between Eminem and Interscope. But uh, right. anyways, so between those four, so g Easy, Joey Badass, uh, Rick Ross, and Joyner, what album are you looking forward to the most? Definitely Joey Badass, because I've heard rumors that he's kind of going back to that 90s sort of boom-bap style that mm-hmm. he came up on that was what everybody loved him for. He kind of went a little bit... A little bit more commercial, a little bit more pop on us with uh, yeah, with All American Badass, and it was still a good album. I liked it. It was, yeah, it, was. it was really it was really political, which is fine. Um, but I would love to see him go back to like his his nineteen ninety nine style on this new one and and show everybody what he's really about. Yeah, I, I would very much enjoy a bar centric nineties Joey album. Um, yep, I I would very much like that. Um, but if I'm being honest with you, like, I, man, Joyner's my guy, Rick Ross is my guy, but I'm kind of weirdly just curious about G-Eazy, and I don't know why, because I, I liked these things happen a lot, um, but I haven't really liked anything fully he did since then. Like, I liked yeah. a lot of tracks off of his last album, The Beautiful and Damn, the double album. I thought that if it was condensed to one album, it would have been really fire. Um mm-hmm. But, you know, he went for the double album for the stream. 
So there's a potential he could do that again, maybe not a double album, but he could do like a Drake blueprint where it's a 20 track album um, and it and it's got a lot of filler. But I don't know, just something about GEZ plus summertime marketing. It, it has me interested. Like, I feel like I feel like to me, this is like this is the this is the album where if GEZ doesn't deliver or continues on the trend that he's that he's had these last couple albums. I think this is where the the G-Eazy fan in me has to kind of let go and, and just accept that this is what he is now and that he's not a bad artist. Like, I'm not saying by any means he's a bad artist, but I liked these things happen way more than I've liked anything else that he's dropped. And, oh, yeah, 100%. And so, I feel the same way. You know, I, I, I kind of feel like this is this is a pivotal moment for him, um, even though it might not feel like it because commercially he's more successful than ever. Um, so he might not feel that pressure, but to me, and I think his core fans, I think that's kind of what they're feeling is, I think this has got to be the album that he's, he's got to give us something. So I'm, I'm interested in G. Yeah. I think I'm just kind of already past G easy. And in the fact that I, I actually like a lot of the music that he puts out. Like, I mean, some of his features are terrible, but uh, the last two albums he's put out, they're over. I don't think the albums overall are good, but he's got good stuff on there. So I know that he's a good artist. I just think he's too, he's too pop and commercial, and I don't see him going away from that. If he does, great, because I'm I feel the same way as you. Uh, these things happen. I thought that was a really really good album. Like he did a phenomenal job with that one. But I don't, I don't see him going back to that kind of style. He's had way too much success with doing songs with like Halsey and, you know, yeah. some of those those type of artists. Um, I kind of see this album personally being similar to the last one. Yeah. Um, I hope it's not. If he if he could take what it, what was really good from the last one and make it like a twelve track album, that'd be great. Yeah. But I, like you said, I feel like he's the type of person he's going to come with either like 20 tracks or it's going to be a double album or something like that because he's got such a strong fan base of people that like love him, like white girls especially. <laughs> yeah, you ain't got to tell me that. They're just, like he just has that lane paved out so well that he's going to make so much money if he does – if he just stays on the track that he's on. Yeah. But – We'll see what happens. I don't know. I don't he, think a lot of his fans that he has right now, like his his hardcore fans now that weren't here for these things happen, would enjoy um, something that was just like more hip hop based than pop. Yeah, and you but know, who knows? Yeah, and and the one thing I'll say on this before I move to the next set of artists is that like G Easy, you know, th- that's the thing that, that I think always keeps me intrigued about him is he is very respected by his hip-hop peers, and he's also, um, and he also, like, we know that he's very both aware and appreciative of hip-hop culture. Like, you know, oh, he yeah, can, it's easy to label him a culture vulture because he's a white rapper that looks like Elvis and, you know, all that, but right. he's really not. Like, he's 100% for the culture um, and all that stuff. So, like, there's there's that part of me that's like, man, like I, I feel like I feel like it, 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 it's I feel like there's an inner fight with him, right? Like he wants to do some more hip hop shit, but he wants to, but he also loves 
he look, he I mean he loves being the guy that the chicks love, you know? And of course. That's kinda like that's kinda like the I feel like he battles a lot of the same uh same struggles that Drake has because I feel like Drake's the same way, right? Like an artist that is so, so, so commercially successful, but just doesn't have that he doesn't quite have the the level of hip hop respect that you would think uh, an artist of that caliber would have, and I think it's eaten at him because he hears all the talk about the not having a classic or barely has a classic and things of that nature, and mm-hmm. he's been trying for classics. Like he was trying to make Views a classic, he was trying to make Scorpion a classic. More Life wasn't really going for the classic, but but he was trying to make those classic albums, but they fell short. So like so he's aware of that, uh, uh, of that that stigma against him, and I feel like Jeezy's in that same mold. So that's another thing that keeps me really excited about him. Yeah, I mean we get a we get a dope E forty feature out of his albums, Always. which is awesome. So it's like he's got an E forty cosign. Like you can't you can't just write him off as a hip hop artist. Like he's been here, he grew up in the Bay. Like if you listen to any of his interviews, like he is a hundred percent about the culture, hundred percent about hip hop. He's just kind of paved this commercial lane for himself where he makes so much money. And do you really blame a guy who's making money like that? Like, I don't know. Yeah. I, when it, some people, for some people, the legacy isn't as much when they know that, they're already kind of looked at as, you know, that white guy in, yeah. the, in the rap game. True. That's not Eminem. So yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. All right. So let's jump to let's jump to li- an, another list I got. So um, Nick Grant, Odyssey, um, Reason, Psy High. These are all Ooh. very lyrical driven artists who I think have a very high potential dropping this year. Um, Nick Grant definitely is at the point where I where he's still trying to get active. He dropped a really great project last year, but he's not at the point yet where he can do the two three year wait between projects. He's got to continue to drop, so he's going to drop something. I'm 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 for sure of, and I'm and I'm confident, and I'm very excited for that. Obviously, you know how I feel about Dreaming Out Loud. It was a free it was a free album, but I bought it vinyly, so that shows you how much I like that album. Um, Odyssey. It's been two years. He was a great. He, he was a great artist who delivered. Uh, who delivered um, the iceberg, and that was a very great album. I don't know why I was blanking that out, but that was a that was an awesome album. Reason he like released that album, and it was actually like a re-release of an album that he did like two years ago. And he's like Davies. He's a very lyrical street rapper. He's now signed to TDE. He has aggressive bars, dope storytelling, and just absolute banger tracks. Um, and then Psy High, we all know Psy High is, uh, well, maybe now people know him as uh, the guy who might battle Cho Budden, but um, <laughs> he, he delivered an incredible album in 2017, No Dope on Sundays, which I still love to this day. He yes. allegedly has a, a seven-track album with Ye, could also be working on his own solo album. Um, of those guys, so again, Psy High, Nick Grant, um, Reason, and Odyssey, uh, which of those artists are you looking forward to the most? I like all of them a lot, actually. I think Reason is the one to me that that it, where I'm just very intrigued to see what happens with him because he's he's got the TDE backing. He tells great stories, but he can also spit. So he he I feel like he's one of those guys that could have a like a really big year, especially with like the Kendrick backing and all of that. 
Um, He's also on tour with Jid right now. Yeah, exactly. So I feel like uh, I listened to he just put out. Didn't he just put out like a single or a music video or something like that? Uh, recently, honestly, not that I'm aware of. If it, I if saw, it I saw it on Twitter. It was like two minutes of it, and I was like, "Wow, this guy's actually really good. I need to check him out." Haven't haven't fully gotten around to it yet, but he's he's did, one that I'm definitely very. Did you interested hear his in. project from last year, the one that TD dropped? That there you have no. it. Oh, no, you I didn't. haven't. Okay, no, I you haven't gotta listen to that yet. one and tell me, because uh, okay, I, I I really I really would love to hear what you think after that. Um, definitely. But yeah, so if you had to go, you're most excited with reason. Um, I'm honestly, I love Nick Grant, um, but Psy High just, his last album was so good that I'm really mm-hmm. wondering what he could do next. Um, so I'm, I'm really excited for him. I'm, I'm excited for all four of these artists, truthfully. Yeah, you put, you put like all four of the ones I'm actually excited for in the same category. <laughs> it just had to battle against them. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, uh, so yeah, so I'm excited. Um, the last thing I want to mention, um, these are just quick ones, and then we'll and then we'll get into the 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 really just off the wall speculations, and then we'll get out of here. Uh, Swiss Beats has said he has multiple albums done. Run the Jewels. Uh, so he said that in 2018 before he dropped his album, including like a whole album with Nas. He says he has done. So I'm I'm ready to hear Swiss Beats. Um, he's also apparently got an R&B album that he's produced and. And so he's got he's got multiple albums that are ready, and so I assume he's gonna drop at least something in 2019, unless he was just totally bullshitting us, which I don't think he was. But um, Run the Jewels four, I feel like it's been a minute since we got to Run the Jewels project. I know mm-hmm. they're doing a lot of different things. Killer Mike just started his new uh, documentary series, I think, or is it more like a TV show? I don't really know. Yeah, I heard that was actually really good. Yeah, I haven't peeped it yet, but I've heard I've heard it was amazing. I'm excited for Run the Jewels, but I'm not uh, I'm not entirely sure they could be going a different direction at this point. Uh, nothing nothing internal beef wise. Just obviously they they've grown to level of popularity where they have other endeavors now and other offers. All right, Connor, before we get to the last of these artists on the list, let's take a quick break and hear from our sponsor one last time. Juice World, I'm excited. I've grown to be a fan of his big records. I'd love to see what he what he has. Jack Harlow's an underrated artist. He signed with DJ Drama. He dropped a dope project last year that I really enjoyed. It didn't quite make my list, but it was a but it was an album that was close. And so, you know, those are those are a few albums that I'm looking forward to uh, that could potentially drop in 2019. And then some other ones that are just, these are just out there. Kanye's talked about doing Kid See Ghost 2, but again, Kanye and release dates, that's a whole mess. Chance, yeah. I, I'm not counting on anything for Chance anymore. Like, it wouldn't surprise me if we never got another Chance album the rest of our lives. Like, mm-hmm. it really wouldn't. Um, Good Ass Job, the Chance and Ye collab album, uh, supposedly is coming. Bar Exam 5 from Royce to 5.9 could happen. I'd be really looking forward to that. Prime 3 could also be very enjoyable for me. Rhapsody, I've heard nothing about her album, but uh, but I feel like it's time. She dropped in late 2017, so I feel like I feel like she's an artist that should, by the end of 2019, be getting ready to drop something maybe early 2020. Uh, the Cole K-Dot thing, I don't think it's happening. Connor, do you think that's happening? No. No. Yeah, it's MacWap. I mean, no disrespect. You know, I, I'd be cool if you could even get us a couple just Cole and K Dot records, but I don't think it's happening. Um, Watch the Throne 2, 
maybe somehow possible, but probably not doubtful. Um, you know, like it, it seems like it seems like Jay and and, and Yay are like it seems like they're they're patching things up, but I don't, mm-hmm. but I don't think they're just. I I really don't think they're ever gonna be what they were. Um, as far as as far as closeness and um, when when Watch the Throne one came out, and even even with that being said, there's also always been a lot of people that said like Kanye was or Jay Z was Kanye's big brother, but uh, Kanye was Jay Z's homie. You know, like they really weren't like like Jay was never as close to Kanye as Kanye was to Jay. Um, so that's always been something that's been kind of just talked about. Twenty eighty eight too. I talked about with Big Sean. Um, it feels like him and Janae have split. She covered the tattoo. She said it's all love, but she didn't confirm that they're broken up, but we haven't heard from either of them, so I feel like they've broken up. Um, Nas said he's working on a new album, but again, with Nas, I, I, I wouldn't count on it coming this year. It, it might. I'm sure he's aiming for this year, but with, with a guy like Nas, I'm not entirely sure. DJ Drama, and shout-out to a- Animal Brown of On Deck TV for this idea. We need a drama comeback this year. We need him to come back strong. We need more DJ producer albums. That shit is like fantasy basketball to me. I'm really excited for those. Uh, Fabulous. No clue because of uh, personal issues, but he's been talking about delivering an album, and I would love to see a 444 introspective grown type album from him. I think he can offer a lot of content. Q-Tip announced he has an album coming. We'll see. Um, but, but not, nothing really concrete to think about. Um, so of the, of those like hypothetical projects that are kind of out in the landscape, what interests you? Hypotheticals. I mean, anything with Kanye, I think would be awesome. I would love to see the chance in Kanye album. Me too. Uh, I don't think that's coming though. I just don't, yeah. it's, I don't chance trust is too either. busy the setting up his presidential election. Yeah. The, the problem is I don't trust either of them. Yeah. I don't trust Kanye to even drop a Yandi at this point, so uh, hard to hard to be super excited for that. Um, Nas, I I would be shocked if that came out this year. Rhapsody, that is definitely one I'd be looking forward to. Of the, all those ones that are on there, that's the one that I that I would most like to hear. Interesting, interesting. And uh, go ahead. Going back as well, I just want to say that we've we forgot one album that's that's coming out this year. Uh, it's actually probably the next album that comes out in February, and that is Little Skies. So keep your eyes out for that one. Oh yes, keep your eyes out for Connor's Man and Little Skies. I rock with Little Skies too. I thought I had it's him like, on this list. It's uh, it's his. It's considered his debut album because I guess Life of a Dark Rose was considered a mixtape. I thought it was an album when it came out. It's not. So this is actually his debut album, and I'm excited for it. Very. Yeah. And you know what? We forgot something else that we mentioned at the very beginning of the pod. And now that you mentioned, oh yep, Revenge, yes, of, Revenge of the Dreamers three, Dreamville. Yeah. Um, we'll save the best for last. Then how about that? Yeah, it it was uh it was it was a ten day studio event. He uh, J Cole sent out all these flyers to everybody, and everybody posted on the gram who was there. So this is who we know is a part of it. Had came to the recording sessions and laid something down. Now whether that mm-hmm. makes the album is a whole nother discussion, uh, but. T.I., Reason, Rick Ross, Big Crit, Wale, Vince Staples, West Side Gun, B.J. the Chicago Kid, C.J. Fly, Dante Hitchcock, Isaiah Rashad, K-Camp, King Mez, Saba, uh, Smino, even Punch, the TDE president, have all flown in to record. Yeah. Um, and then also producer-wise, uh, 
Tay Keith, Kenny Beats, who produced for JID, A Boogie, Vince Staples, Ski Mask, Absol, Freddie Gibbs. Needles, he's actually born in Lansing, so shout out to him. He produced for The Game, 50, G-Unit, Fab, Luda, Lupe, you know, that kind of like 2000s bar rap. But he also mm-hmm. actually produced, uh, kind of strangely enough, list, listing that catalog, you wouldn't expect this, but he produced Ring off Cardi's album, with that song with Kalani. Okay. Which is kind of interesting to me. Uh, Childish Major, who works with Dreamville Heavy. T-Minus, who made the beat for J. Cole's intro, or the single the middle-aged child um he has countless hits he he made the motto i'm on one and swimming pools those are just to name a few uh cardiac who produced back in the day for joe budden and g unit that kind of um that kind of uh artist ill mind legend i mean he worked with yay cole kendrick wayne pretty much everyone Justice League has also been in the studio and Soundwave who's TD's like one of their go-to go-to producers. Um this man has Grammys on Grammys and is behind some of your favorite TDE tracks including Kendrick, especially Kendrick. Um and then Swiss Beats. So all of those all of that talent there, man. Um I'm really really excited for this one. Yeah, I am too. The only th- only problem I foresee with this album is they brought all these people in to record and what happens when the album comes out and somebody got left off. Oh yeah. Oh man. Oh man. That's uh that's kind of a you President know Cole's gonna when... have to have to work that out. Yeah, I don't know. Because I have a hard time believing that everybody that went in there and and laid verses or hooks or whatever, every I everything's not gonna be on there. No so, uh, I feel like somebody will get cut out, and hopefully there's no uh, so. Hopefully people don't get salty about it. There's no beef that comes out of this. I don't. That's the last thing we really need from something as big as this is it to turn into beefs between Dreamville or Cole and other artists. I would yeah, love I would, to see more of these. And the way he did it was genius. He's, yeah. I mean, the the flyers and posting it on uh, Twitter and stuff like that, like awesome he did a really good job with that and everybody's really excited for this one yeah i'm really really excited the only way is it's revenge of the dreamers 3 maybe they maybe they do a triple album and then everything is on there maybe because <laughs> they probably recorded about a triple album's worth of content so and they even then did. you might be cutting yeah. songs because there was a lot of people in 10 days sun up to sundown but okay so that's 2019 um just so connor i want i want to hear i want to hear your thoughts man like overall of everything we listed give me like the three to five you're just most excited for three to five i'm most excited for okay well if we get yandi i'm very excited for that uh dave east mm-hmm. big sean um i'll go reason Wow, and you're then, all in on reason, huh? Yeah, I've I've liked the stuff that I've heard, and I can't it's wait not for even you to that, that. It's album. not even that much. Um, and then I have to add two more, so I'm gonna have six. I'm gonna do Isaiah Rashad, mm-hmm. and um, who was the other one I just had in the back of my mind? Oh, Joey Badass. Okay, um, I'm gonna go with two chains, uh, Dave East. Uh, Schoolboy Q, very ready for that. Isaiah Rashad. Mm, okay, I gotta add Schoolboy. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I got seven. And the game. 
and then I think I think that leaves me at four. No, that's five. So, yeah. So those are those are my five um, that I'm very excited for. But truth be told, everything on this list I'm yeah, gonna I mean, be listening to if it comes out. Exactly. Like, uh, so, all right, Connor, man. I'm glad we could do this podcast. This was just meant to just chop it up and have fun and kind of just talk about what we expect the landscape to be for 2019. Um, I'm I'm telling you what, if we get if we get a majority of, a majority of these albums plus maybe some of those other ones that were speculated that are just out there floating in the ether uh you know and you know we're always going to get some surprise like there's going to be something that wasn't on this list that drops and takes the world by storm uh that's just the way the rap industry works there's so many artists and you know and, and there's always new artists breaking out or artists just suddenly coming out of nowhere with content so we're going to have uh, we're going to have a good year if 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 all or most of these projects come true man it's it's going to be a great year for 2019 definitely definitely all right connor thank you for coming on the podcast man as always as my guy connor you can catch him um you can catch him on twitter it's c it's c-a-n-s right no it's just connor ennis okay yeah it's just connor ennis on the twitter and then and then also you can check out our podcast that we have together, the Good uh, the Good Kids Podcast. Check that out when it, uh, we do we do video content, we do a podcast, uh, we do a lot of weekly content that on a lot of different platforms, and we even we will even be doing some live streaming and things of that nature. So a lot of dope content that you're definitely gonna want to check out. And if you're coming here from Good Kids, I appreciate it. You can check out all my content, Strictly Hip Hop and Strictly Hoop Talk, my NBA and Hip Hop podcast on Apple, Spotify, wherever you get your podcasts. Um, I do a lot of interesting things on there. So check those out. And once again, Connor, man, thank you for coming on the podcast. This was a this was a dope one to do, and I'm excited for the year. Hey, dog. Thank you so much for having me on. I appreciate it. Always love coming on here, having these conversations with you. Hopefully 2019 uh, is as good as we expect it to be. And uh, yeah, that's that's uh, that's pretty much it. Awesome, man. I'll see you around. Thanks, man.